You. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Everybody, and I do mean everybody, that's been in a long-term relationship gets tired of doing the same shit over and over in the bedroom. It's not just you. Trust me. Every once in a while, we all got to spice things up in the bedroom. And, you know, I wouldn't be your girl if I didn't try to help you out. Tonight, we're heating up that bedroom, boo. This is Sex, Love, Whiskey. A real talk, say whatever, dope-ass podcast hosted by yours truly, Leah Lynette. While we chat, I'll share which delicious whiskey is keeping my ass company. So stay with me as we dive into relationships, situationships, sex, love, lust, lies, and everything in between. Before I get into what's in my cup tonight, let me give you a little education. Because some of you seem to be confused. You're like, Leah, I thought you were a whiskey girl, but you keep posting bourbon. I can tell you're not a drinker, huh? (laughs) No worries. So all bourbon is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon. Let me tell you the difference. Whiskey can be made anywhere. Irish whiskey, Scottish whiskey, it doesn't matter. Bourbon is only made right here in the U.S. of A. It also has to be, you know, made and kept in barrels and has to have over 50% of corn mash. It also can't have any additives to be a bourbon. What do you mean additives? No artificial flavors. So everything that flavors the bourbon comes from that barrel. It gives you a smooth, stronger taste. And that's normally why your bourbons are more expensive. Okay, so now that you know the difference between whiskey and bourbon, let's get on what's in my cup. I am bougie. I am bougie today again with the Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea. Now this drink, my brother put me on again, yes, because that man loves whiskey and bourbon more than I do. But Jefferson's Ocean Aged at Sea it's really, really good, y'all. And this is an expensive bourbon. It is not one that you share with everyone that comes in your house. It's not one that you give people that are not into bourbons or not into whiskey because they will not appreciate it. Keep this shit at room temperature, pour it over ice, and sip. And I do mean sip. Two glasses all night will get you right. So, This bourbon has hints of caramel, vanilla, brown sugar, but most importantly, it has that extra kick of like salt. I was going to say Himalayan salt, but you know, salt nonetheless. And it's not like overpowering. It's like this cool aftertaste that hits you like in the back of the throat after you've already swallowed. Oh, that was a little freaky, wasn't it? I mean, this is sex, love, and whiskey. Anyway, <laughs> and now what makes this bourbon so expensive is that they seriously age it over the ocean. They put these damn barrels in ships and, like, transport this shit for, like, six years. Or, I mean, six months. <laughs> Back and forth over the water. 
like that's crazy as hell. It's rocked and sloshed all kinds of ways so it gets mixed really, really well. And trust me, that shit is worth it. Just like it's worth to finish listening to this podcast, okay? Because we heating shit up. Let's get into it. It's all rainy and shit outside, so if y'all hear some noise, my bad. Mother Nature decided she wants to, you know, join in on the conversation. (laughs) Anyway, tonight we are talking about spicing up the bedroom. Different ways or different things you and your partner can do in order, you know, to bring a little spice back into the relationship. As I mentioned in the intro, All of us, every single one of us, I don't care how big of a freak or whatever you think you are, we all have to spice up the bedroom at one time or another if we've been in a consistent monogamous, well, hell, not even monogamous, but in a consistent relationship for a long or an extended period of time. You know, when people get married, they call it the seven-year itch and say at seven years, you're tired of each other, you start thinking about having an affair, whatever, whatever. But I say that comes long before seven years. Hell, that can come in seven months. It just depends on your relationship. I digress. So I'm here to tell you a little story (laughs) about my own sex life, about my own relationship, and how I like to, you know spice up the bedroom because I can only go by what I know and what my friends have told me, um, you know, and my experiences. So as you all know, I've been in a long-ass relationship um, and, you know, shit gets boring after a while, not because you can't fuck or not because you don't find someone attractive or you're not interested in having sex just because when you do the same thing over and over no matter how good it is it gets a little boring at times you know it can be mundane it can start feeling routine and this is especially for me and my current situation because we don't live together right so we see each other on the weekends from Friday to Sunday is when we spend most of our time together so it's kind of like you have this pressure this expectation on you to have bomb ass sex Friday and Saturday and maybe Sunday because that's when you get to see each other and I don't know about y'all I don't like expectations like I don't like that it feels <laughs> I don't like pressure on me to perform it's like okay no matter how you feeling if you tired if you hungover, if you don't feel good it doesn't matter we gotta fuck these days because these are the only days that we have together so I've had to figure out how to mentally get out of that to still make it spontaneous because I'm an Aries and I love spontaneity I don't like shit planned I don't want the let's go to bed at nine o'clock have sex at 9 15 and roll over at 10 o'clock type shit that is not me i want to have sex when i want to have sex when the mood hits me and i'm like yes right now no matter what's going on 
And in my current situation, that's a little hard because, you know, my sex drive doesn't wait until the weekend. And sometimes by the time the weekend gets here, I'm tired as hell and I don't feel like doing shit, even though I want to fuck, right? I know somebody can understand me out there. So I had to figure out ways to create that excitement, to um, remember why we fell in love with each other or you know, create that spark again. And I'm going to share with you a couple of different things that I have found that works for me and has worked for others that I have given this advice to. So one of the first things that I do um, is ask about, you know, your partner's fantasies. Write that shit out. We legit have a sex list. (laughs) And all that means is we have a list of fantasies, ideas, experiences that both of us want to have. And we go down that list and check it off as, you know, as often as we can. So sex list, create a list that you and your partner um, both can agree on. So one day, one night, whatever floats your boat, sit down and, you know, ask the question, hey, what are some things sexually that you haven't done that you would like to do? Or if you have done that you would like to do it again, right? And be open to this shit. Hear what they have to say and you tell them yours and y'all write that down and then Whenever you're feeling a little overwhelmed or underwhelmed and you feel like you need to add some spice, go to that sex list and say, hey, let's do number three today. I know you like that. Let's get that done. Let's check that off. And some of the things on the list can be simple, like sex in a public place, because, you know, if you're like me, that excites me, right? Because the, I don't know, maybe you can get caught. Or maybe someone to see you. And that, that extra, you're not supposed to do this, taboo element works for me and really gets me going, right? So it can be something, like I said, in public, um, sex on a balcony, sex in the rain while it's raining out here right now, right? Because who doesn't love some good wet sex? Not in the tub, not in the shower, but outside, pouring down, raining, rolling around in some grass or some leaves. Shit, I don't know. Whatever. Outside in the rain. Um, whatever your fantasies may be. If you haven't had sex in a car or um, outside um, or watched other people have sex, look. I am not the one to judge. I have a lot of kinks my damn self. So whatever you're into, write that down. Find out what your partner is into. Write that shit down and randomly pull one. I mean, you can put the numbers in a hat and then randomly pull it. And then, you know, that's what you're going to do for the day. So that's my first tip on how to spice up, get things heated in the bedroom. Don't worry, I've got more tricks up my sleeve and we'll get into it right after this. Hey, 
need a website but don't think you can afford it. Or maybe you just don't have time to update and maintain it. No worries, I've got you covered. Creative Designs offers monthly installment plans for the website that you need. Now, we have plenty of options to fit anyone's budget, starting at only $200 down or $80 a month. Come on now, you got that. <laughs> so head on over to creativedesignswithaz.com and select the monthly package that works for you. Now, what does that monthly cost include? I'm so glad you asked. It includes your domain name, hosting, maintenance, and any updates you may have. So if you need to add a photo, need to add a new service, need to take down a service, no worries, we got you. Shoot us an email and we'll take care of it for you. It's that professional, hands-off experience that you or your business needs at an affordable price. So head on over to creativedesignswithaz.com. And we're back, spicing up that bedroom, boo. So my next tip, trick, whatever you want to call it, is say yes. And I got this idea from my favorite movie that I love more than anything in the world and that is coming to America, right? Whatever it is you like. So take a weekend, ooh, especially if you can do it a couple of days, take a weekend and no matter what your partner says or asks you, you have to say yes. Now, make sure that you do this with someone that you are 100% into, that you know is not going to take advantage of this situation because this shit can get a little sticky. And I mean that on purpose. <laughs> okay, so no matter what they ask you, you have to say yes. And you can switch it up and, you know, it can be the other person's time. I have found that this is very empowering, not just for the person that's getting told yes every time, but the person that's actually doing the deeds. Because a lot of times we can get caught up in what we want and how we feel and what we think we need and we forget our partner. And for me, there's nothing more satisfying or, um, yeah, just satisfying than seeing my partner pleased or knowing that I'm doing something that is making them look like that or is making them feel that way. So no matter what it is, say yes, life floor All you got to do is say yes. Another tip or activity that I have for you guys is something I call around the world. Um, no, this is not the lens spin or some type of freaky position. This is just, okay, let me give you a backstory. So we like to travel. I like to travel, right? And in traveling, you know, people have their different cultures. They have different things that they do. Um, so I thought it would be fun to introduce different cultures or do some research because this does require, you know, a Google search, some research on different cultures and take your significant other or your partner to a different country. I mean, set the mood in the house. 
if you're going to do, let's just say some type of Caribbean vibe, right? So create that atmosphere in the house, find some Caribbean music, have it playing on Spotify, find a recipe online for some jerk chicken and beans and rice, right? Find a recipe for some killer rum cocktails or whatever the case may be. Set that mood so when they walk in that house, it is a total Caribbean vibe. Find some incense, find some candles, something to give you that scent. Um, try to talk in an accent if you want to because it'll be fun. Hell, put on some type of cute um, bohemian outfit or your little uh, bikini that he likes. Whatever the case may be, do it. Don't tell them about it, you know, because the surprise element is always wonderful. And just take them on a trip, especially now that we in this like coronacation that we in and we can't, you know, go overseas or go outside of the country right now. Take them somewhere inside the house. This in itself is not sexual, but it can become sexual. And in my experience, it always does because your partner is impressed. They're grateful um, that you've done all this work, right? So it kind of excites you. You get to be other people. Um, you get to be someone that you're not. And if you're really into it, look at some other cultures' sexual um, experiences. Like what do they do? Um, in their country, like what is a practice that they have to become more connected or more bonded? Um, because different cultures have different sexual experiences. Um, so yeah, set a mood, take your partner on a trip around the world. Now that leads directly into one of my favorite tips. For you guys on spicing up the bedroom role play be somebody that you are not because let's face it every day i'm leah every day i'm mama every day i'm the graphic designer every day right that gets played out so sometimes <laughs> you want to be someone else for however long it is so role play it doesn't have to be you know the nurse and the doctor unless that's your thing it doesn't have to be you know the secretary and the big bad executive unless that's your thing <laughs> it can really be anything so figure out a kink of yours figure out something that'll make you tick or make your partner tick like if they're into video games figure out some person or character in a video game that'll turn them on if they're into movies become that person in that movie um it's all about figuring out what you all like and how you can implement it into your everyday routine or how you can implement it when you need that extra oomph in the bedroom, right? So role play can give you that. It can help create a safe atmosphere or an environment that you normally wouldn't be in just being you and them, right? So become someone else. And then becoming someone else, okay? Let's talk about, um, you know, introducing some toys, some BDSM, different things that you can introduce into the relationship to try to give it additional spice. So, you know, try tying each other up, 
blindfolding people, spanking them, putting, you know, restraints on them. Find out if your person is into leather. Now, there's some weird ass kinks out there. So, you know, be open. Figure out what your spouse's or your partner's kink is and be willing to try it at least once. I didn't say do it all the time, but be open to try it. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. But hell, you'll never know unless you try that shit. So be open to different things and new experiences. One of the last things I'm going to talk about, and it's last for a reason because it's extremely controversial and it is (laughs) completely up to you and your relationship, but a lot of people... A lot of people um, bring in another person in order to spice up their sexual experiences. Now, bringing in another person is very, very tricky. And that can mean several different things. It can mean a flat out threesome or foursome or whatever it is that you you know want to do. It can also mean watching like a voyeur. Some people enjoy watching other people have sex and some people enjoy watching their partner have some type of sexual activity with another person, whether that's full on penetration sex, oral sex, touching, kissing, caressing, whatever the case may be, um, it's up to you. Now, I will do a whole nother show on threesomes and bringing other people into relationships um, because there is so much that goes into this. So it's a lot of premeditated (laughs) conversations that you have to have with your partner before you just jump into that, okay? Because a lot of emotions are going to be involved. Um, A lot of do's and don'ts might be involved. Um, You need safe words. You need to know what limitations are, you need to know what is okay and what is not okay, hell, you need to know what what you're looking for, if you're looking for another woman, what do they look like, what type of attributes do they have to have, are you going to do this on a regular basis, is it a one time and only thing, do you want to know them, do you want a complete stranger, do you want to be a friend, there's so many things that can go left or they can go perfectly right with bringing somebody else into, you know, the bedroom. But that is up to you. And as I said, let's put a pin in that and we'll talk about that on a different podcast. Last and certainly not least is actually my favorite. And that's introducing toys. Now, I do not like toys. I don't like dildos. I don't like vibrators or anything like that. When I am alone, I don't use them because it annoys me. I need some heat. I need some flesh. I need to smell you, feel you. I don't like plastic shit, (laughs) okay, by myself. However, I do enjoy using toys when I am with a partner. Um, It's just a different vibe for me. One in particular that I'm going to talk about is a, um, you know, remote control bullet. Now, if you don't know what a bullet is, Google that shit. It's basically an egg-shaped device that the woman puts in their vagina (laughs) and it vibrates and does all kind of shit, right? But the remote control one, you give to your partner and they can control that shit. Some of them go up to 20 to 40 feet away. 
So our favorite thing to do is for me to have it on and like we go to the movies or go to a restaurant, go somewhere and he turns it on whenever he feels like it. He has complete control over it. So I can be talking on the phone. I can be ordering dinner. We can be having drinks. It doesn't matter. Whenever he feels like it, he hits the button and it turns on. And let me tell you, that shit will get you right. By the time you get home, you are ready to do some things because you have been vibrating and shaking and moist all night. So invest in you a remote control bullet and if you need suggestions shoot me an email i'll be happy to oblige next time on sex love and whiskey i'm hoping to have a guest with me as we dive into the topic stay single sis you're just not ready for a relationship all too often social media and society pressures women to be in a committed relationship or to be married at a certain age. And sometimes you're just not ready. That shit is not healthy for everybody. So it's okay. Don't jump into that relationship because he jumped into your DM. It's okay to be single. Let's get into it. <laughs>